The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour of blessing. Hi, and praise the Lord, everyone. My name is Lemomi Rosaline Iaya Grimes, and I was the youth preacher for our 110th youth program that was held on Sunday, February 4, 2018, at our mother church, located at 1043 Middle Street. At this time, I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Saturday, Sunday morning not only here in Hawaii, from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, channel 13, in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC, channel 13, in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, channel 8, and Comcast channel 238, in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO, channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming, from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, and from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, channel 503 in New York City. If you would like to more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the Gospel, the Kingdom of God, for the whole world, with the sign of the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon a landmark in Kalihi for over 90 years in our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively to prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles A.W. Lockbaum on August 4, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel to his fullness. 
We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you on our television audience. Saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes, and should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Before continuing with the music portion of our telecast, I would like to introduce to you our youth announcer of our 110th youth program and tell you a little bit about her. She is Julia Kohomeilani, which means heavenly home, Sachiko, which means happy child, Asano. Julia was born on September 30, 2000, to the proud parents of Mr. and Mrs. Leonard K.Y. and Luana K. Asano, Jr. She is the eldest of four sisters, Hannah, Sila, Leah, and Elora. Her paternal grandparents are Pastor Leonard K.Y. and Mrs. Deborah Asano, Sr. of the Kauai Branch Church. Her maternal grandparents are Mr. and Mrs. Philip and Bonnie Neal. Julia was baptized in Jesus' name at the Kauai Branch Church on September 30, 2007. She is a faithful student and associate pastor, Timothy Hahn Sr.'s Teen 3 Sunday School class. She participates in the youth choir and plays the cello in the youth strings. Julia was recently the 2017 Christmas program announcer. Julia is a senior at the Kamehameha Schools. Her favorite subjects are art ceramics, creative metals, drawing, and painting. She has a deep appreciation for art. Her ambition is to attend UH Manoa to become an environmental engineer or an illustrator for children's books. Julia is employed at Jamba Juice and holds a position as a team leader. During her free time, she enjoys painting and drawing. She also enjoys the company of her family and friends at home and at the beach. Julia would like to thank the Lord for blessing her with another opportunity once again to do the Lord's work as the 110th youth announcer. She also thanks the Lord for the prayers of Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., the trustees, Sunday School Superintendent Mrs. Rosalyn Hahn, and the faithfulness of the prayer band warriors. Finally, Julia would like to extend a heartfelt thanks to her parents and family for their love and prayers. So without further ado, may I present to you our 110th youth program announcer, Julia Kohomelani Sachiko Asano. Julia. Thank you, Momi. For their first selection, the youth choir led by Mrs. Tiari Summers will now grace us with their song entitled, The Race. i 
Thank you, Youth Choir, for blessing us with that uplifting number. The race for our salvation is never-ending. Therefore, we must press on. The Youth Orchestra, under the direction of Associate Pastor Timothy Hahn Sr., will now play a song selection entitled, Jesus is Coming, Hallelujah. We should all be living on the hallelujah side. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for the orchestra and their wonderful ukulele talents. Now, we have a vocal selection by my younger sister, Hannah Asano, a 10th grader of Kamehameha Schools, Kapa'alama, who will sing for us the harmonious song entitled, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Hannah is under the direction of Miss Pohaku Carter. Jesus, look full in his 
this wonderful face and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace oh soul are you weary and troubled no light in the darkness you see there's a life for a look at the savior life more abundant and free his word shall not fail you he promised believe him and all will be well so go to a world that is dying his perfect salvation to tell turn your eyes upon jesus look for Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. O soul, are you weary and troubled? No light in the darkness you see there's a life for a look at the Savior and life more abundant and free turn your eyes upon Jesus look full in his wonderful face and the things of earth will grow strangely upon Jesus look full in his wonderful face and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace in the light of his glory and grace. Thank you, Jesus, for that wonderful talent in the Lord. Amen. Yes, with their beautiful voices under the direction of Mrs. Tiari Summers, the youth choir will once again enlighten us with a heartfelt song entitled, Finish Well, featuring a solo by Rebecca Okui, an 11th grader of Campbell High School. crown 
How glorious that moment To see him face to face To hear him say Well done my child You finished the race But for now the sun's still rising This work to still be done While we're waiting for the promise Of what is yet to come Don't you think the youth choir did a great job? Amen. Without a doubt, we should always be rejoicing and singing in the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for that number. Now, under the direction of Associate Pastor Timothy Hahn Sr., Sheila Spotkaff, a ninth grader of Kamehameha Schools, Kapa'alama, will play for us the melodic trumpet solo entitled, Hallelujah.
Wasn't that amazing, TV viewers? Amen. Thank you for that astounding selection. Now, for the talents of our most enthusiastic group, the Young Crusaders. Under the direction of Miss Christy Hahn, they will sing for us a song entitled, Soldiers of Emmanuel. It gives me great pleasure to dedicate this wonderful number to Miss Zelda Hakuole of Aiea, Hawaii. May the Lord continue to pour out His bountiful blessings upon you, pressed down and overflowing. Have a fantastic Sunday, Zelda. Thank you, Young Crusaders, for that energetic and vibrant piece. Your voices never fail to make us smile. Before returning to the program, back to our 110 youth preacher, Lemongi, which means Lay of Pearls. Rosaline Iaia Grimes with the schedule of announcements, I would like to share a little background about her. 
Leimomi was born on June 17, 2003 in Honolulu, Hawaii. She is the daughter of Ms. Christy L. Hahn and has a brother, Isaac Grimes. Her maternal grandparents are Head Pastor Billy and Mrs. Rosalind L. Hahn. Junior, her great-grandparents are Mrs. Evangeline L. and the late Chief Pastor William M. Hahn Sr. and Mr. Anton and the late Miss Rose Rodriguez. Her paternal grandparent is Mrs. Leslie Allegan, and great-grandparents are Mr. and Mrs. Jack and Edna Wright Sr. On June 20, 2010, Lemomi was baptized at age seven in Jesus' name at the Mother Church in Honolulu and was filled with the Holy Spirit on December 28, 2012 at the age of nine. Lemomi faithfully attends Associate Pastor Ronald Kahele's Junior Three Sunday School class. She plays the ukulele and recorder and participates in the youth choir, youth orchestra, adult orchestra, and sings with the vocal group, the BA Degrees. Lemomi is a ninth grader and attends a private school in Honolulu. She participates in the varsity basketball team, mindfulness club, and honor chamber choir. Her favorite subjects and interests are science, volleyball, singing, acting, writing, arts and crafts, and helping in the Lord's vineyard. Her ambition is to become a veterinarian. Lemomi wants to praise and thank the Lord for finding her worthy to preach his word. She thanks the Lord for her mom, brother, grandparents, her family, and the saints of God for their love, support, and prayers. She also wants to thank the Lord for the prayers of Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., the trustees, Sunday School Superintendent Mrs. Rosalind Hahn, Youth Director Ms. Pohaku Carter and staff, and the prayer band warriors for their unceasing prayers. Most importantly, she wants to thank the Lord Jesus for His help, strength, and continuous healing of her body. May God bless you all. And now, it is my distinct pleasure to return you to our 110 youth preacher, Lemomi Rosaline Iaia Grimes. Thank you, Julia. At this time, I would like to take a moment to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the continental U.S. for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE, channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, Channel 20, in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, Channel 11, in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9, in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34, in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 28, in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, Channel 30, of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, Channel 20, in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, Channel 503, in New York City. 
If you would like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. And now, concerning our schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii. Services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. on Sunday. Gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begins at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m., except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kaimaki Branch Church, located at 1361 Pololo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by our neighbor island branch churches, as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanera Sr. in Kaunakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alberio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tindoy in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services, regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Thank you. At this time, it gives me great pleasure to introduce to you Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., who will bring forth his Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy. Thank you, Leimomi. What a dazzling production by an extraordinary collection of youngsters and a masterful demonstration of talented endowments who do it all as a labor of love and totally for the extolment of God. We are most jubilant at the opportunity that this is ours to bring this 110th youth service directly into your homes. We graciously thank you for your participation as viewers in today's telecast. Special acknowledgement and gratitude are extended to the person who was in charge, Youth Director, Ms. Rose Pohaku Carter. Each youth program seems to supersede the one before as a result of her patient, diligent, and persevering guidance. The same respects are also extended to the youth orchestra, accompanist, and instrumentalist, Director of Sociopaths, Timothy Hahn Sr., our Young Crusader Director, Mrs. Christiane, and Youth Choir Director, Mrs. Tiari Summers. We'd also like to acknowledge our talented backup musicians who willingly respond to all those needing assistance, our pianists and organists, Iris Locke and Makana Asano Sr. Our gospel skit, The Main Ingredient, which is coming up soon, was written and directed by Associate Pastor Ronald Khan Jr. And finally, special appreciation is extended to our very reliable and gifted sound engineer, Associate Pastor Ronald Kahele, along with his assistants, who readied the microphones and set up the sound system for our church recording sessions and every aspect of our musical programs. Each had a hand in or fulfilled a responsibility in making this youth program possible and exceptional. Truly, the Lord has blessed us with gifted, knowledgeable, and component leaders, and they in turn will be blessed by of the Lord for their efforts, love, and sacrifice. The greatest teacher I know is the Lord. Through the Holy Spirit, we learn to accept his teachings without exceptions. Do you recall the simple fishermen whom he pressed into his service? They heard the gospel, believed without reservations, repented of their sins, and were baptized in the name of Jesus. Then along with the Lord, they became fishers of men, whose primary goal was to bring souls to Jesus. 
Thus, viewers, the main purpose of my TV sermon, the greatest teacher of all ages, is to bring Jesus to you and cause you to realize how serious and necessary his salvation is for every participant out there in our viewing audience. Today, we are lined up with the biggest business in the world, God's business. We are preaching the glorious gospel of the kingdom of God to the whole world. The main purpose of this precious endeavor is to see souls saved, filled with the Holy Spirit and walking in the light until Jesus comes in glory for his own. Those that are water washed, blood washed and spirit filled. Before World War I, Germany had many great universities. Many of the scholars in America felt that they had not received a complete education until they had received a PhD degree from one of these universities. Now these schools were materialistic, skeptical, modernistic and atheistic in their teachings. This philosophy brought on the war, the philosophy that might is right. Paul tells us in Colossians 2, 8-9, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in him, Christ Jesus, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. The teaching of philosophy is mere human doctrine and is not in agreement with the scriptures. When the American scholars returned to the United States, a wave of modernism soon filled America. The schools were saturated with the new thought, belief, unbelief, and skepticism, and they have been so up to the present time. These ideas soon reached into some of the pulpits of the land, and many which were lighthouses for God's truth broke away from their faith and were swept out into the whirlpools of doubt and unbelief. Since then, our country has suffered because of the wrong kind of teachers and doctrines. It is the teacher that makes a student. Do you want to know the kind of teacher Jesus was? Just look at his disciples. They went out and sacrificed their lives for the gospel in Jesus. It was said of them that they turned the world upside down. Again, it was said of them, see how they love one another. They had learned the great lessons of life from Jesus. One philosopher has said, Jesus did more to soften and regenerate humanity than all the philosophers or teachers who ever lived since the world began. Of course, there were a few exceptions. Many men of God who were great humanitarians, great philosophers, and great scientists sat at the feet of Jesus and learned of and from him. Today, Jesus continues to teach. Let's read Matthew 11, 25 to 27. I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and hast revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. All things are delivered unto me of my Father, and no man knoweth the Son but the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father, save the Son, and he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 2, 4-5, that his preaching was not with flowery language, but a demonstration of the Holy Spirit. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of the power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Today, we find that the majority of people feel that the chief aim in life is to gain the external things. So they spend their money, time, and talent on the material things to show their success in life. The Lord rebukes greediness as we read in Luke 12 to 15. And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness, for a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesseth. Again, we read in Luke 16, 15, And he said unto them, Ye are they which justify yourselves before men, but God knoweth your hearts, for that which is highly esteemed among men is abomination in the sight of God. A man wants a good home, a nice automobile, TV sets, and security in his old age. There is nothing wrong with these desires. These are not evil things, but often a man gives up the best in order to gain the good. A child of God might be wrapped in his job. That's okay, 
but his job keeps him from going to church, that's not right. Many people are doing things which are all right in themselves, but they are just not the best things. God wants you to enjoy life, but your spiritual responsibilities come first. Anything that comes between you and God is wrong. So put Jesus first in your life. What are some of the internal things? Well, there is peace with God. Isn't it better to have that than an abundance of material things? Jesus promised us peace in this life and that to come as you read in John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. At this time, I would like to digress from our sermon to present the youth of our church. Blessed with the combined talents of these five individuals, each will portray their characters in this enlightened skit entitled The Main Ingredient. They are Sheila Spotcalf as Malia, Limomi Grimes as Lynn, Robert Ramirez as an eighth grader of Kapolei Middle School as Jerry, Donovan Carrillo, ninth grader of Roosevelt High School as Gio, and Seth Makano Sano Jr., ninth grader of Kamehameha School's Kapa Lama in Mario. Welcome to the Great Bake Off. I'm Jerry, your host for today's contest with my producer, Marcus. Let me introduce you to our co-contestants. Please welcome Malia and Len. How about a big hand for them? <laughs> Judging today's contest are cookie tasting experts, Gio and Mario. How about a big hand for them? Today, our contestants will do their best to make their best tasting cookies with the hopes of landing in our finals. Your baking starts now! Okay, come on, Lynn. Let's start mixing the flour and adding all the ingredients. I'm with you, Malia. Don't forget to use the main ingredient, butter. Okay, I'll try not to. Malia. The high-powered air convection oven will cook our cookies to perfection in just seconds. Are you ready? Yeah! Looks like our bakers are just about done. Let's take a break in the action while the judges go through their scoring and tasting. Hey, Lynn, I saw you say a little prayer before we started cooking. Um, what were you praying for and what church do you attend? I was praying to Jesus Christ to help us do our best for this contest, whether we win or lose. I attend the Apostolic Faith Church, better known as the Jesus Coming Soon Church in Kalihi. That's so cool. Hey, while we're waiting for our judges, why don't you tell me a little bit more about it? Like when it was founded. Be happy to. Our church is made 94 years old in Hawaii, but it actually goes back to something called the Day of Pentecost, which is the 50th day after Jesus Christ died and was resurrected and ascended into heaven. If you look in the Bible and Acts the first chapter, you'll read about the day of Pentecost, where 120 people, including the disciples, and Mary, the mother of Jesus, went to tarry in an upper chamber. On the 10th day, they were all filled with God's Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues, which is detailed in Acts the second chapter. Okay, so if I tarry for God's Holy Spirit, I have to speak in this unknown tongue or language to receive His Spirit, but only Jesus can bestow this on me. So is that the meaning of being born of the Spirit? Malia, you're a fast learner. Here's a Bible verse I memorized. In Acts chapter 2, verse 38, Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized, every one of you, 
in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Repentance is simply godly sorrow for your sins and transgressions. Wow, you memorized all of that? But what about being born of the water? Malia, it was Jesus Christ who first preached the gospel of the kingdom of God on the shores of Galilee in Mark chapter 1, verses 14 through 15. The gospel of good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. Jesus spoke with a very educated man named Nicodemus, who was asking the same questions you're asking. He asked Jesus how he could be born again when someone is old. Here's another verse I memorized. In John chapter three, verse five, Jesus answered, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Well, Lynn, you're on fire. I now know the answer of being born with the spirit, but how about being born of water? The only Bible evidence of being born of the water is being baptized through immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ, according to Acts 2.38. Jesus set the ultimate example in Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 through 16, when he was baptized in the river Jordan by John the Baptist. The word of God says in verse 16, Jesus went sh up straightway out of the water. Okay, I think I understand. So being born again of water is to be baptized through the immersion, as in the biblical example of Jesus, but also in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You got it. In Acts chapter 12, it states, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Wow, thanks for sharing these important ingredients for eternal life with me. Looks like I know who your main ingredient is. I'll say a quick prayer for us as well. Let's hear from our judges on their scores and comments. Judge number one, Gio. This cookie was so delicious. I like the flavor. Seemed like a special ingredient was used. Can't put my thumb on it and the texture was so smooth. My score, 10. Thank you, Judge Gio. Judge number two, Mario, your thoughts. Incredible taste. I agree with Judge Gio. Tasted like a special ingredient was inserted in this cookie. One of the best I ever tasted, next to my mom's, of course. My score, 10. Ladies and gentlemen, how about a big hand for Malia and Lynn, who are now in the finals. <laughs> What was the main ingredient that you used? We used butter, but our main ingredient was God's guiding hand. Wasn't that an awesome skit? Well done. And now back to our sermon. Listen to Psalm 144.15. Happy is that people that is in such a case. Yea, happy is that people whose God is the Lord. Work for the praise that comes from above, which is sweeter than all the world, and nothing turn you aside from it. Jesus tells us to give more time and thought to the things of God and less time to the things which die with the setting of the sun. Many people think that the greatest reward of life is to rise high in the worldly circles and be popular. They are giving their lives to the things which do not count for which God and for which there is no reward in heaven. Paul was neither a seeker of popularity or the praise of men, as he tells us in Galatians 1.10. For do I now pursue a man or God, or do I seek to please men? 
for I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. Jesus told of a certain rich man who had a good-sized farm. He became so prosperous that he had to tear down his smaller barns and build larger ones to store his goods. His bank account was more immense than ever. He had everything but God. He was going to live a full life and enjoy all his earthly goods. The rich man said, as we read in Luke 12, 19, And I will say to my soul, So thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. That very night the rich man lay down to sleep, and God said unto him, as found in verse 20, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall these things be which thou hast provided? And thus we find this poor rich man had to turn loose his possessions and goods out into the world where those earthly things did not count. Psalms 49, 17 to 19 confirms this. For when he died, he shall carry nothing away. His glory shall not descend after him. Though while he lived, he bless his soul. And men will praise thee when thou doest well to thyself. He shall go to the generation of his fathers. They shall never see light. Yes, the greatest teacher of all ages stands before us and teaches us the finer lessons in life. He tells us in Matthew 11, 28 to 30, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This gracious invitation of our Lord reaches out to the needy and sin burden of every color, creed, and nationality. The Lord's business pays the biggest dividends in the world. A man invests his money in stocks and bonds, and once a quarter he receives a dividend. But he who invests in God's business reaps eternal dividends. You may not be able to make huge investments, but you can do what you can, and it will pay big dividends. Here is one of the greatest promises in the Bible as you read in Matthew 6:33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things shall be added unto you. Jesus was simply saying, invest your life with me, and you will receive dividends here and in the year after. His business is the most enduring in the world. If you were to look back over the years, you would notice that many changes in every city. Businesses which were once strong no longer exist. Banks which were once a bulwark of safety have gone broke. But God's business never fails. It has been going on for years, and it grows stronger as years go by. On the day of Pentecost, 3,000 souls gladly received his word and were baptized and were filled with the Holy Spirit. They continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrines, teachings, and fellowship in breaking of bread and in prayers. We read in Acts 2, 44 and 47, And all that believed were together and had all things in common. This is sometimes called first-century communism. It is different from communism today. The early Christians were unselfish and reasoned, what is mine is yours. Today, selfish communism claims what is yours is mine. Praising God and having favor with all the people and the Lord added to the church, not a church, daily such as should be saved. This is the first mention of the New Testament church of which Jesus Christ is still the head. He tells us to get into a right relationship with God. He tells us to get into a right relationship with our fellow man. He tells us to put eternal things above temporal things. He tells us to get lined up in the biggest business in the world, which is salvation of souls. Moses died just before the children of Israel crossed over Jordan to the promised land. Joshua was given the command. A tremendous burden fell upon him, but God spoke to him and said, Be strong and of good courage. As I was with Moses, so will I be with you. Now, if you follow Jesus, you will hear him say, You have fought a good fight. You have been faithful to me. Well done. Enter into the joy of the Lord. One of the marks of a true born-again Christian is courage. It takes real courage to live the Christian life and be a role model. Paul was stoned and left for dead, but God performed the miracle. God gave him a complete victory. 
When Paul stood before King Agrippa, Festus told him about Paul. The king was interested in Paul and had him brought before him. He was told he could speak for himself. Instead of doing this, he spoke for the Lord Jesus. It took courage for him to stand before the king and his court. King Agrippa was greatly impressed. He cried out in Acts 26, 28. Then Agrippa said unto Paul, Almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. But we find that the king had no heart to believe in God. The word courage comes from the Latin word core, which means heart. Let us put our heart close to Jesus, and he will give us courage to live the Christian life. Now, if you would like to know more about our God's word and our church and view our telecast in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. The marvelous strumming and picking of our youth orchestra will close our 110th youth telecast with another soul-stirring number entitled, Looking Unto Jesus.
preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.